Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend Slash, my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our thoughts and reflections on Jordan Peele's latest film called Nope. <laughs> That's literally the name of the movie, Nope. Um, I have a theory about what it, what it stands for, but th- there's another reason I watched a uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, interview with Daniel Kaluuya. Um, but before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. All of the amazing audio podcasts out there, you can find our show. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, do you want to buy a ranch? Go like half on nope. a ranch. You sure? I mean, I think it'd be a really nope. great idea. <laughs> think about it. We can we can raise and sell cattle. We can make an honest living in the middle of like Colorado or Nevada, Utah, even, and just you know live out the rest of our days. The amount of stories, un- unexplainable stories that come out from these like rural ass places where there's a ranch or a farm, and they just see the most insane stuff. Like not of our not of planet Earth, aka nope. Yeah, yeah, nope. That that was actually my my little tidbit. I was like, oh, like I think I read that somewhere, but I was actually reading a uh, well, not reading, excuse me, watching a Jimmy Kimmel Kim. No, not Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sorry, it was um. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Wow. These aliens must be getting to my brain. I do apologize. It has been a very long day for me. So, yeah, it was a Jimmy Fallon clip. And uh, Daniel Kaluuya asked Jordan Peele, like, why is it called? Nope. He's like, oh, that's that's what black people say when, you know, there's like some shifty danger going around. They just go, nope. It is a perfect title for this movie. And they, they say it quite a bit. They do. They do. So, uh, Devin, before we get into today's uh, main topic, what have you been watching lately? I, I have some nice surprises on my side as well. I did finish Severance today. Oh, yeah. And oh, did my you gosh. Crap your pants. Those last two episodes, I've never, I haven't felt that much anxiety for like, especially the finale. I'm like, yes. what's going to happen? Like, I was so anxious the entire time. I was so nervous. It was Apple TV. People are sleeping on Apple TV plus um, so much. There's so many great shows on there and there's a lot of great movies. I'm just saying they did um, bring home the gold for Coda uh, for the best pictures. So if you haven't watched that yet, as well as Cha Cha Real Smooth, which I'm not sure if you've uh, watched yet, Devin, but it is very good. Very, it's, it is a coming yet. of age tale. It is a coming of age tale. I do like it all. A different one, but it's it's very interesting. But man, Severance, I was like, I kicking myself for waiting so long. But like, man, it hasn't been that long. But people, it's still people need to get on that wagon because it is. It needs to be talked about more. It does. I believe it did get nominated for outstanding drama series uh, for this year's Emmys. The most stacked category ever. Seriously, though, it's it is insanely stacked. Um, but, but what have you been watching as of late? I started up The Bear, 
which is very recent. I'm about halfway through that one. It's it's entertaining for sure. Very fast paced. Chicago. Chicago. It, it it reminds like I haven't even seen the um I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen like small little clips um just by, you know, passing through on Twitter or what have you. And it, it it's reminds me of Shameless a little bit. Or at least yeah, it's the same actor and in, also in Chicago. Yeah, also in Chicago as well. Yeah, that's that is a uh, I think I haven't watched Shameless, but I my family was saying that the actor also plays a chef on Shameless. So it's like this guy can only play in, in roles where he's a chef working <laughs> in Chicago. That's that's all he does. Yeah. So also in Shameless, I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, Cal from Jedi Fallen Order, it's the same actor. Yeah. He plays um, the, he plays the brother of the guy who's in the main character in Bear. So, and he's also the Joker. So, yeah, it's, so is, is it a recommendation? I haven't finished it yet, but we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. So that's good. Yeah. I'm going to start uh, Abbott Elementary as well. I've been meaning to get to that one. Yeah. It's on the list. Everyone says so many good things about that. Yeah. I mean, who, who really does have some good stuff? I do want to start Handmaid's Tale at some point as well, but outside of Severance, I've just been, you know, watching some spectacular Spider-Man it is honestly fantastic. Like, and I'm blown away that Sony is the one, because that was a Sony produced television show. I'm surprised at how good it is. And I'm trying to figure out what the heck went wrong with Venom and El Muerto that's coming out in this Madam Web movie. I don't know what's going on, but very inconsistent there. But enough chitter chatter about what we've been watching. We're going to give you guys, of course, you know, we're going to be talking about some some Jordan Peele's Nope here. So, Devin, are you, are you ready to uh, head on to the the hot the Haywood Hollywood Arts or whatever it was called? I forgot. Haywood Hollywood something. It was three H's. Yope. <laughs> Yope. <laughs> Yope. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Jordan Peele's Nope. What if I told you that today you'll leave here different? Fox! Fox! I'm talking to you. Bro, what'd you see? Something above the clouds. That's big. How big? Big. You think whatever killed Pops is out there? Right here. You are going to witness an absolute spectacle. So what happens next? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready? All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer from Jordan Peele's Nope. Of course, this is Jordan Peele's latest uh, thriller slash suspenseful slash horror movie. Um, his his third uh, that he has written and directed himself. Of course, this is, you know, it's it's all him directed and written by Jordan Peele. And the story has, is as followed. Uh, the residents of a lonely gulch in Lynn, California bears witness to an uncanny chilling discovery which i 
I like that story or that synopsis because it doesn't give anything away. And the trailers don't give anything away as well, which yeah. is something. Whatever you think is going to happen, I'm pretty sure it's going to be different from your expectations. It definitely was for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, did I like it as much as Get Out or Us? You know, just have to wait and see. But uh, the way that this is going to go, we're going to get into our initial reactions first. For all those first-time listeners out there who are new to the show, welcome. Um, like I said, we'll get into our initial reactions. Then we'll get into our spoilers. A few Easter eggs, if we've noticed them along the way. Um, then our final thoughts and then our ratings. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions to Jordan Peele's Nope. It's one also want to throw in there. It's Haywood's Hollywood Horses. That's the Triple H you were looking for. But yeah, Nope is it's a lot to digest. I just got out a couple hours ago and I'm still trying to figure out what I watched because there's just so much going on. There's just so much that happens. But it's it's a wild ride. I mean. The way, the way I see it, Jordan Peele is a visionary at this point. It's kind of hard to deny that. Like, the movies he's putting out there are, are so different from anything else. And he's just, he's kind of just a genius. There's been some some talk on Twitter about him being the best horror director of all time. We're, we're a bit early for that, but he's definitely on the right path. I'd say Get Out was, was a great example of um, what he can do as far as storytelling and creating a story in a world. Um, and then us, us kind of follows that same path, but also adds in a lot of different visual storytelling more so than Get Out. And Nope um, is definitely by far the most visually stunning movie he's ever made. Like it is insane to look at all of it and everything that happens and the sound too. So it's it's definitely the most well made movie he's done, and it's the most well produced and directed and all that just because of the scale of everything. And then I'm guessing he probably had the biggest budget to work with on this one because he's the man now and everyone knows that. But it's, I mean, it's just a wild ride. We can get into spoilers later, but I didn't, it did not go turn out how I expected at all. Like you watch the trailers and you're like, okay, this is how it's going to happen. It's going to be an alien movie. They're going to be trying to get humans and eat them up. But it's just, just, unfolds in a way that I never would have saw coming and it's just crazy. Yeah. So for me, uh, for my initial thoughts here, um, I was able to watch it a little bit early just on, on Tuesday. Um, it was, it was, they invited critics. It was more of kind of like a fan event, uh, type deal, but, um, I do agree with Devin. I definitely, between his three movies that he's directed between Get Out, uh, Us, and Nope, this is definitely the most visually stunning. Um, I thought it was directed fantastically. It really was. Um, the, the writing for these characters was phenomenal. There is that, you know, eerie feel, like being out in, like on a ranch, like in California, like kind of just like in the middle of nowhere, really. And like we said right before, you know, there's all these strange, weird things that kind of happen like out in the middle of nowhere and these, you know, these, these farms and these ranches. And like Devin said, the, um, the trailer is not what you expect whatsoever. Um, and I do agree with him as well when it comes to, uh, needing to digest this because I'm still not sold if I like this movie as much as get out or us. And us really just creeps me out. It really just did. This one had a lot of 
fantastic jump scares. You know, there's a lot of hilarious moments, you know, perfectly placed throughout the movie. They don't feel shoehorned in. And like Devin said, it's the most visually stunning uh, performance or movie that he has uh, created. You know, Kiki Palmer and uh, Daniel Kaluuya do a fantastic job. Yeah, I forgot to shout out the cast, but Kiki Palmer is a spark plug in this movie. Like, it is insane to watch her work. And even like in the the press tours that I've been watching, a couple videos here and there of the cast going around, she is just so entertaining in every way. She made it out of the the Disney and Nickelodeon kids curse, kids child actor curse. So she's, you know, she's good. There are very few that have uh, made it out of the, the, the child star uh, fame bubble uh, for she sure. Did it times two. So it's extra impressive. Yeah. Yeah. She, she really did. Cause for a while there, I didn't really hear too much about Kiki Palmer until I think when we reviewed, I think it was hustlers. Yeah. Hustler, she was in hustlers. What else was she in? She's, She's been starting to pick up more and more. Yeah, she was yeah, in Lightyear. Yeah, she was in Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, those are just a few movies as of recently. But like even prior to that, it it, it had been a while. I, I think she was in a few more, but haven't really seen her around the scene all that much. But yeah, I thought it was... Um, it, it definitely is a Jordan Peele movie. Um, I, I'm still trying to figure out what this movie is, to be completely honest, or what the message it was trying to convey. Because uh, I'm not going to lie, I was, I was, I, when I left the theater, like I was impressed, but I was also confused. And I feel like this movie definitely warrants a second rewatch. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but coming off of my first watch, I, I do believe this to be probably his weakest of the three. And that's not knocking the movie at all. It's just, I find that us and get out were more stronger. I feel like, you know, there, there, it was like, they were like the, I guess you can call it the elevated horror uh, moments where you kind of understood, you know, what the subcon, uh, the subtext was here. I mean, maybe I'm just, you know, missing the point. Maybe I just it completely went over my head first time around um but coming out of this movie i was trying to figure out what the message he was trying to you know portray to the audience but again like i definitely want to see it again i don't think it was a bad movie it's just i was i was left uh, i was perplexed <laughs> i mean that, that could be the whole point like that's that might be what he wants you to walk away with and that's totally fine. You know, like I, I will watch anything Jordan Peele directs or writes or even co-directs or co-writes. Um, I know he had co-written Candyman or was it co-direct? I think co-direct. Yeah, he was definitely Candyman. involved. Yeah. In some way, shape or form um, for sure. But man, can you imagine him picking up a second season of uh, Lovecraft Country? That would be amazing. Jordan Peele, if you're listening to this. It's fun some ideas in your H- head HBO, if you're listening to this, that's who we need to. Yeah, talk, that is to true. Talk to there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it would do a fantastic job. Pick that up and proof. I mean, honestly, it is. It doesn't even have to be HBO. Like it could be not. Well, no, it, it has to be HBO. Is where the good TV shows are for for the most part, uh, for sure. But yeah, those are just a few of my thoughts here. So, um, are you ready to get into spoilers? Because I feel like there is. A few things here we got to talk about, um, you know, a lot of big head scratchers and what have you. So, Devin, I think we're about to get into spoilers. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, that is your first spoiler warning for Jordan Peele's Nope film again. 
that is your second warning for the movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go watch it with some friends and um, family. I know this isn't necessarily for kids, even though I can't say there's a lot of like demonic scary. It's rated R. But it is, yeah, it is rated R for obvious reasons. But I have to say before we go on, the sound, the sound technology in this movie was fantastic. Like I haven't heard anything this well probably since A Quiet Place Part 2. But that's just me. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what your thoughts on or that. Yeah, it was great. The the technical sound is like, whew. Or even uh, Top Gun Maverick was really uh, done well. The scene with, um, I don't know the name of the song, but it's uh, I Wear Sunglasses at Night, where that's playing in the car, and it like, gets yeah. super slow motion and creepy. That was so mm-hmm. good. He really knows how to like take a super He takes like, these popular- 90s or 80s songs and then makes them scary. Like that's that's his. He's so good at that. I I can't listen to that song from us anymore. Like I I can't. It's Five it's too on on it. it. <laughs> so I guess we'll yeah. Like I said, we'll get into spoilers here. But um, so the the flying saucer. I guess we'll kind of just start with the biggest reveal of it all because um, this whole thing kind of starts with you know the death of their father. These random like kind of like a hailstorm almost. Yeah, Keith David makes an appearance. Yeah, I I mean, I haven't, I mean, I really, I was very excited to see him in this. And of course, Bobby Freire is in this for a little bit as well. But um, for Keith, I was like, oh my gosh, I mean, that's a guy from, that's, um, was Eli from Community? I forgot his name. Um, but he was like the, the IT tech guy. Um, but yeah, uh, Devin, let me get your, uh, your spoiler thoughts. What's going through your brain right there? Oh, there's just so much. I mean, just the fact that, just trying to comprehend even the visuals of this UFO towards the end. I think he did a really good job because hypothetically, if UFOs and aliens were real and they did come to our planet, our brains would not be able to comprehend what is happening and what they're doing and what they look like. And that's what happens in this movie. Like you just cannot comprehend what you're looking at because it's just so out of this world and so crazily designed that, it's hard to tell what's even happening sometimes, but that's, that just feels like that's how it would really be. Like when you're, when this towards the end, when this thing just like comes out of its shell, I guess that's the only way you can kind of describe it. It just looks so crazy that it kind of hurts your brain. Like what is happening on the screen? That just feels like such a good way to do like a UFO type movie. It's, it's like, it's incomprehensible. I I do agree with you there. It, it, I think that's a great, um, a great word to describe this movie is uncomprehensible because there are a lot of things. Like I said, I was very perplexed. It's just, I wasn't entirely sure how I felt about the movie. Not saying that it left like a sour taste in my mouth. It's just, it, it, it really just makes you think about a lot of things. I was on the edge of my seat the pet, the last like 30 minutes, like, cause I fell in love with these characters because they did such a good job. Like, especially, obviously, uh, OJ and M, even um, even uh, Angel. And, oh, my God, Stephen Young's character is devastating. Like, that, just, I cannot, I cannot even imagine what he went through. Yeah, like, so, the beginning of the movie starts with, like, this, this monkey for... Very, very creepy monkey scenes. That that is like the one part about the movie. It just went over my head. I was like, why was this here? But 
it's just kind of showing that you can't like it's like kind of trying to tame animals trying to tame trying to yeah trying to tame nature like mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the ufo in the sky like yeah or the horses he, during the very beginning yeah, <laughs> it, it's all kind of connected like all the animals and just Stephen young's character being under that table and then he reaches his, his little paw out to do a a fist bump and just gone that was like wow i was like do not fist bump that monkey like that monkey was clearly smart. And it's just, just so crazy watching him in present day where he's just like, mm-hmm. it's not phased at all. I mean, he might be phased. There's that one scene where he kind of zooms in. He's like, kind of looks a little shaken up, but for the most part, he's just, he just kind of, he, he didn't even race from memory. He just kind of healed completely. It's just crazy to think about it to his, even to his own detriment at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, it's kind of, it was kind of like a suppressed memory is what I was getting from it for sure. And even with, um, uh, what was it? It was, uh, hoist. I think his name was the, uh, the doc, the, the, uh, documentary filmmaker really yeah. loved his voice and just everything about his him. voice was amazing. Yeah. He was, whew, I can even mem- mem- mimic that. That was insane. But I think what really like saves this movie for me is the characters. Cause you're so invested into their stories. Um, even with the knockoff Best Buy guy, is that Brendan Pera? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Angel. I thought I thought he did a great job. Well, as it's well. not even knockoff it's, Best Buy. It's it's Fries. It's like a L.A. Oh, California based store. And I think it was, I thought it was great how how they had the their Fries location had the UFO crashed into it. I'm guessing that's real. Yeah, for any listeners out there, uh, just let us know. Tweet at us at FM Optics. That is Optics with an X. So let us know. For any of the uh, West Coasters out there, because we are definitely East Coasters or close enough to the East Coast as you can get. But yeah, I I thought that was pretty cool. It's just you know, he he just you know he comes to set up a few cameras and then that that, that broken up bit with him was great. He <laughs> went to join the CW, the freaking CW. That uh, the the funny bits in the show just never uh, not the show, excuse me, this movie. Never really got old. Like I, every Jordan single Peele's joke, just, he's just the master at that. He he really really is. The OJ joke at the beginning that was great. The OJ joke where he's just like, "My name's OJ," and she's like, "Your name's OJ." Oh yeah, the uh, the actress. Yeah yeah yeah, that was fun. <laughs> a, a man of very few words, but you know it is great to see Daniel Kaluuya back. Yeah, it, was like, like, it was a great performance. Just seeing like. When he was in the truck and the UFO was above him and he just is like stone faced, like oh. trying to hide it all. And he's just like trying to stay strong. Mm-hmm. And he does. He looks like, up. Wow. I love it how he looked. He literally looked up. He's like, is it gone? Almost at the door. And he's like, nope. <laughs> and then he locks the door as well. This has this movie might have the record for most uh, name drops of the title in a movie. I feel like they probably said nope like seven or eight times. And that's what I love about because it literally is, you know, putting, you know, it's a stereotypical thing. Oh, you know, like black people always die first in like slasher movies. But it's like anytime, like, you know, a black person is like, oh, like we should go the other way. Like, no, we shouldn't be doing this. This is exactly what's happening in this movie. But it's like it's not something they can really get rid of because, you know, this this flying saucer is trying to blend in with the clouds around him. And it's like, man, I, I don't know if they're that smart after all. <laughs> it just it just feels so realistic. Like, it just feels like if an alien were here, that's what they would do. 
whatever whatever the hell this thing even is we don't even know exactly what it was because it turns out to be an animal at the end more so than a ufo dude not gonna lie did you like jump out of your seat when those three kids had like the alien masks on yeah i was i was terrified in that scene like i was like holy shit this is happening this is happening yeah, yeah, that those are some insane. creepy masks. They were, they really were, man. I was just like, this is this is insane. Like, um, it, whoo, super super crazy. But yeah, um, man, like, there's so much to go over with this movie. But at the same time, it's like, I really just got to give it a second watch. That's pretty much my my feel here right now on Rotten Tomatoes. It's currently sitting at eighty percent um, on the critic side and a seventy seven percent on the audience side. I've seen a lot of people tweet out there saying, you know, it's this is like the, the best horror movie like yet. And I was like, well, like I, I really I really liked it with a runtime of like two hours and 15 minutes. It didn't feel super long. I feel like on a second rewatch, it'll definitely go by a little bit faster. Um, but like it's 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 uncomprehensible, like you said. And I think that is the best way to describe this movie. And I don't think everyone's going to like this movie as well as they did for us or for Get Out because those are very much more like, I mean, obviously they're all horror, but this is more of like a, a different type of horror vibe. Like the other two were very much, I mean, Get Out was more of a psychological, but it did have like slasher bits. Us was like a complete slasher type movie. Yeah, overall, man, I, I thought I, I really did enjoy it. I need to watch it again. Like, I, I really did love these characters. You know, the performances, they really knocked it out of the park. I mean, I can't sit here and say it's, like, the best blockbuster of the year. Number one, the year's not over. But number two, it's, I mean, it's definitely a really great summer blockbuster. But, I mean, it's, you know, I, I can't sit here and say it's the best. But, I, it's, again, it's I do need to see it again. Like, at the very least, it's a spectacle. It, it should be seen on the big screen. And I will say the very, the very ending of this movie, I was like shitting my pants because it reminded me so much of the ending of get out where the cops show up and you don't know what's going to happen because I was, my head went straight to, Oh my God, one of them is going to get shot because they're going to think that they did this just like the ending of get out. And it even draws back like, draws back to the to the monkey being shot in that scene i was like oh it's gonna come full circle oh no oh no but then just like get out it's a happy ending and both the characters survive it is more of a happy ending uh for sure i can't remember what happened at the end of us but um yeah overall i i think you are right Devin, for sure like i just i just, I just gotta see it again to get my full thoughts but Overall, as of right now, I thought it was pretty interesting. So let's get into our uh, final thoughts and ratings here. Uh, I'll let Devin go first, and then I'll go last, and then we'll uh, close on out here. Yeah, it's hard to even have final thoughts just because there's still so much to even digest and think about here. But for me, it's so hard to compare anything to Get Out because I think for me personally, that might be a top 10 movie of mine of all time just because of when it came out and how how the audience reacted to it and just how amazing that was to see. But Nope is definitely a spectacle and it, it is definitely amazing to watch. There's going to be a lot of interpretations out there. I'm, I'm excited to see those. Um, as far as ratings go, I'm going to go with, um, it just feels incomplete because I just need to sit with this one, I feel like. But as of now, I'll go with like a strong like 86 
Yeah, for me, um, like I said before, and time and time again, I need to see this movie again. But as of right now, I'm sitting at, I am sitting at like a solid 80%. Um, as of right now, I, I, I got to watch it just one more time um, to, and you know, maybe I, I may not understand it like again on the, on the second time around, but I just, I didn't, I just need to give it like one more good look. But like I've said, um, as of my first, my first watch, I still, yeah, I, I don't think it's. When, when when Get Out came out, like you said, it was just like a phenomenon. Like, it's insane. Um, and, of course, you know, like Jordan Peele, you know, this funny guy who was, you know, from Key and Peele doing like a horror movie. And it's like he he understands how to write characters. He understands how to build a world and how to convey um, cryptic messages within his films. And I think he definitely does that here. I just need to watch it again. I mean, I enjoyed watching the crap out of this, but overall, yeah, I, I think I was just sitting at, at a solid 80% right now. Um, definitely not his best, but I mean, it's, I can't say it's like, oh, it's his worst because like it still really is like a great movie. Like he hasn't objectively made a bad film. I mean, this is only his third movie, but you know, not every single movie that you like from like your favorite director is going to hit the same way. Uh, you know, Taika Waititi is a great example of that as well. So definitely 80% for me. Um, fantastic uh, performances all around. Um, falling in love with these characters. Definitely going to watch it. It's that daytime horror kind of thing. Well, daytime slash nighttime. Give me more Kiki Palmer in the future in conclusion. Please do. Yeah, honestly, with, with, within anything. And um, obviously more Daniel Kaluuya. Yes, yes, for sure. Definitely. So that um, wraps up our review of Jordan Peele's Nope here today. I want to thank everyone out there for listening. And if you liked what you've heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And make sure to always share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, ladies and gentlemen, what's coming up on the podcast? What's been out there this these past few weeks? So we just finished our Solar Opposite Season 3 review, which is spoiler-free for everyone to listen to. Uh, that show is now streaming on Hulu. We just finished our Miss Marvel Episode 6 review as well, um, the season finale. So definitely check that out. And on the podcast here, I've mentioned that we were kind of working on a little bit of a special project. Uh, we started to, you know, just kind of like start that a little bit earlier. So with uh, Leah Rydell from Geekly Goods and the Novice Cinephile, a.k.a. Mike Thomas, we are um, going, we are starting a new series revisited, or I guess you could say franchise revisited, where we are pretty much just um, revisiting Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, for all of our amazing, amazing fans out there. Um, we just uh, wrapped up and released our book one water review. So definitely go check that out, out on the podcast. And definitely keep a lookout for book two Earth that will be dropping uh, next month in August. I believe August 15th or 16th. And then we'll be finishing out with uh, book three, which is fire um, in September. So Definitely follow us on Twitter for all those updates out there for our new uh, franchise series revisited review. I don't know what you really want to call it. I think I titled it series revisited, but we definitely had a lot of fun 
uh, you know, we just been pretty much talking about each season as they go on. We've been rewatching it. So that's been a lot of fun as well. Uh, coming up, I believe we have, what do we have? My gosh, it's not much of a dry spell, but I think DC Super Pets comes out soon. <laughs> we all know how much you love The Rock. I'm The Rock fan here. Yeah, that's next weekend. That is next weekend, yeah. I I think we could do it. And there's not much else. I mean, the Gray Man's obviously tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that is tomorrow. That is tomorrow, definitely. I almost forgot about that one. Um, yeah, so definitely just follow us on, on Twitter. Um, FM Optics is Optics with an X. Nine times out of ten, we'll probably uh, do DC Super Pets just because it's something fun, some a nice little palate cleanser after the the heaviness horror that is Nope. So other than that, that does conclude our episode here today. For everyone, we hope you have a great day, and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys next time. But really, really quick, before I forget, we're also going to be covering San Diego Comic-Con. Or at least what we can cover uh, since we are experiencing it remotely. So definitely keep out a look for our coverage there. And we'll see you guys later. Peace.